I know, I know, but I'm back, and I guess that's all I can say. Welcome, welcome, or welcome back to the Me, Myself, and I podcast. My name is Kelly. I am the host of this podcast, and if you are new here, welcome. I hope that you enjoy this episode. If you are curious about what the podcast is about, I definitely recommend going back, listening to the first couple of episodes, um, and that will kind of explain it a little bit better. If you are just here for this episode, then welcome. I'm glad that you are here. And I hope you enjoy it. And if you are a previous listener, I know that it's been a minute since I've recorded or uploaded anything. I actually had hit this depressional period where I thought that it was going to be like a few days or like a week. Because throughout this journey, like, yes, I had hit, you know, a week where I would feel depressed and I would just not feel myself in any way, shape, or form. But it wouldn't last as long. as it had in the past and I wasn't really expecting it to go on for this long so it really started with like my eating habits and sleeping habits and then negative thinking and um, stuff from the past just kind of resurfacing and emotions and stuff that I thought that I had worked on and thought that I had let go of and what I've realized is that It really is such a process when you are dealing with mental illness and mental health and especially if you're dealing with childhood things and trauma that you carry with you or patterns that you have had for the majority of your life that you're trying to break and that's where a lot of the thinking stems from for myself is that I have suffered from depression and anxiety for over half of my life now and I think that my my thought was that I would break the habits and I would develop new thinking patterns but of course it is going to take a lot longer than a few months for my brain to fully you know develop these new and healthy habits to a point where I can keep them in place and sustain them as I should and I, I knew that uh period of time would come where I would feel depressed maybe for a little longer than normal and I was expecting that I just wasn't expecting it when it happened and I didn't expect it to last for a month but we are back and I I'm glad that I went through that experience so that I could see I guess I'm not I feel like saying that I'm glad that it happened is kind of a shitty way to put it because I'm not glad that it happened I don't like when I feel that way, but also I can tell now how far I really have come over the course of the last, you know, five to six months because in the ways that I would handle feeling super depressed or like more depressed than normal because there were periods in my life where depressed was all I felt, you know, like that, that was it. That was the main way that I felt in myself was just depressed and so there would be periods in that in that length of time that were even more severe than my normal thinking patterns. So the way that I would handle those situations in the past would be just to kind of self-isolate. I wouldn't communicate my feelings or way, the way that I actually had felt to anyone around me. Or if I did, you know, I had friends that 
I find that just, they also suffer from mental things, you know, anxiety, depression. They understand to an extent the situation I was going through. So of course I could go to them and communicate that with them. But in the time we all were going through it in really similar ways. So the way that I think we all kind of coped with it is when we would talk about it, we would kind of like joke, laugh it off, you know, whatever. We wouldn't actually talk about the impact and how negative we were actually feeling at the time in the seriousness that maybe it should have been talked about. And so I would really self-isolate. I would ignore root of, you know, issues. I would not really think about why I was feeling the way I was feeling. And I would just say, okay, this is how I feel. And I would just go through the motions that day-to-day life had to bring and to give to me. And that's all I would do. And not addressing the issues, negative thoughts and feelings would just pile up. And there was no way to get around what I was feeling because I wasn't allowing myself to acknowledge anything in regards to why I was feeling the way that I was and it would just pile on and more and more stuff would just start getting to me no matter how big or small and now in the situation that I'm in and after moving on my own and especially living with a significant other um, the dynamic in my life changed a lot and the capacity in which now that I live with somebody has changed a lot uh, because before living with my mom there was a lot of ways that she saw me throughout the course of my life and toxic habits that I had so with her it was like the way I would acknowledge my thoughts or feelings or communicate them was always unhealthy it was always like very minimal but just in the worst ways I I just had the worst ways of explaining the way that I was feeling and it would always be because I was ready to like break down and just like be emotionally exhausted I would never talk to her about what was going on when it first started happening or you know within the first few days of it because I just couldn't I just didn't you know so in my relationship with my partner and living in a space with him it's hard because now like we live in an apartment so one it's a little bit smaller than like if we were to live in a house it's a lot more of like a shared space versus like with my mom I had my own room I had my own space what have you um well I shared a room with my sister but that's besides the point she was only there part of the time so it wasn't bad I had basically my own room and now like I share a pretty close space with somebody and never having done that really before it creates a learning experience that's what I'll say you get to know somebody very well when you live with them and I think that compared to like previous relationships that I've had this one is definitely by far the healthiest relationship I've ever been in and it's allowed me to learn things about myself and to see somebody else's perspective on me because with my partner he is somebody that communication is really key for him as well especially because he also you know has anxiety he goes through the overthinking patterns he knows what it feels like in that instance so it really is important for him to communicate and to kind of be on the same page about how we're feeling or how things are going or just like checking in with one another and you know making sure that your partner is 
happy and that the daily life is good and that it's what you both want it to be. And I think that's super important is that making sure, you know, your significant other is happy and, you know, that life is treating them well. And if it's not, what are some things that you can do to help lift them up when they're feeling down? Because it's it's part of like being that teen dynamic, you know? Anyways, I digress. Um, so communication is important for both of us. And I knew that I needed to communicate my feelings to him so that I wasn't taking all the internal things and externalizing them in a negative way that he would feel that it's because of him or that um, he would feel as if like I am angry or upset about anything that he's doing when it's stuff that is literally in my head that I'm going through. So I finally was like, okay, we need to like talk. I just need to get some stuff out and just like vent for a little bit and turned into like sitting and talking for probably like three or four hours of just like everything, anything we need to get out. We just talked about. And it was something that I really needed because after that it was like, okay, that already made me feel a lot lighter. It made me kind of be like, okay, I feel reassured and like validated in myself. I acknowledge why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling and I can move forward. I, I know that I'm not going to be stuck in this motion. You know, I can dig myself out of what I put myself in essentially. So after communicating the way that I was feeling, it's all about understanding where the negative feelings are coming from and why you're feeling that way. So that's what I started doing was just kind of, you know, I like to write a lot. So writing down kind of the different emotions I've had over the last few weeks or last month and why I think I got to that level of feeling and what overwhelmed me so much in confronting those situations for why I shouldn't feel overwhelmed and why I am okay and things are fine and I understand that with anxiety and the way that I feel anxiety it really builds on me and weighs on me and once I start feeling consistently anxious about something and it spirals into other things now I'm anxious about and then more things I'm anxious about and then it's unrealistic things I start becoming anxious about so that's where I'm definitely um I have been thinking about the things I need to do going forward and how I can help myself better in the next time that I'm feeling this way and I definitely have decided to make an appointment to go see a doctor about some type of medication um, or being referred to a psychiatrist, whatever it is, being sure that I am actually doing what I can to help myself, essentially, because I, this is something I don't really want to half-ass in any way, shape, or form. I really want to give myself the best help that I can, uh, if able. You know, I when I had done, like, therapy in the past and stuff, a lot of that my mom had um, paid for and now you know, paying for it for myself, I don't really know what those numbers look like. So it does have a price tag on it and I can't necessarily afford every resource that I would like to get into. So um, I really decided to do it on my own because I know that there are tools and resources out there for me to help myself um, and my knowledge. But a lot of it is hard because 
I am the one that is that has gone through those situations while also trying to be the one to fully help myself. So it's kind of like I'm being my own therapist. How much am I actually healing and acknowledging versus if I was seeing an actual licensed professional that was not myself outside of myself, how much more would I be healing or learning or uncovering? Because I don't want to do it in a way that will end up reverting me back to old habits and old ways. And I think my mindset is a lot better that the likelihood of that happening is less than what it would have been. I think at this point, it's just making sure that I'm taking accountability and responsibility for looking into those things and educating myself on those things um, and really pursuing them because it's easy to say that I'm going to do it, but actually doing it and breaking the habit of like, wanting to get help and then just not is something that I also need to do but that is something that I'm really really needing to look into for myself and I think it'll allow me to be able to work through a lot of the things that I need to work through and to start feeling the overall sense of happiness and peace that I'm needing to feel that I just I can't necessarily learn and develop on my own if that makes sense so that's something I definitely want to look into, but um, I think right now, you know, my mindset really is that, you know, my thoughts and the way that I have them at certain times don't define necessarily who I am as a person, and the way that I think about myself doesn't mean I'm actually that way, you know. Um, it's hard to break old ways of thinking, old habits. It's not easy when it's been such a long period of time that you've lived with those things. So for me, it's all about learning, you know, how can I disconnect the tie that I have in thinking where I think, okay, because I have this thought, this is who I actually am. And it's like, no, you know, if I'm calling myself names or if I'm putting myself down, that doesn't mean I am those things. I'm just learning how to be kind to myself and to be patient with myself. And I'm learning how not to have those negative thoughts by rewiring the way my I see myself and the way I think about myself. So it's all about the learning process. Um, I have come a very long way and I'm very proud of myself for how much I have actually accomplished over the last five, six months. Um, and it's definitely something I don't want to give up. So being able to kind of pull myself out of that period of time where, you know, maybe I do feel at my lowest low and being able to show up for myself consistently and to do the things that I need to do for myself, even when I don't want to do them. I think that has just proven to me how far I've come within the last five, six months. Um, but knowing that negative emotions are normal and I'm going to feel those, you know, throughout my life, um, without letting them spiral to the point where all of a sudden I am feeling every single emotion a hundred times over for no reason, for whatever reason, and I'm not facing it, processing it, dealing with it at all, because that is how it always would be. And I think that this showed me that I am very capable of getting myself out of the lowest low 
even if that means things aren't necessarily great right after and I'm just slowly getting myself out like I would say I'm not feeling like a hundred percent like if back to normal like you know I still can feel just kind of the exhaustion of my emotions and processing them that I'm just kind of taking time to just be in myself to just relax to disconnect to just focus on giving myself the things that I need that I know are going to make me feel lighter in myself so that's that's what I'm kind of doing right now and I'm just trying to focus on my priorities for myself and working on the emotions and feelings and I think that the more I continue to do that in the situations where I feel at a low point the less I'll have those low points to the point where I can just process whatever emotions thoughts feelings and go through them without them taking over my entire week or month or year or whatever Um, And that's the point that I would really like to get to is a sense of just like peace within myself and my emotions and an understanding with myself that I can feel this way and that's okay. However, I cannot allow myself to get to a point where I am allowing my emotions and thoughts and feelings to manifest and grow and morph into bigger things, you know, to where it's affecting me so negatively from the time I wake up to the time I go to bed because that is a pattern that I can no longer handle you know I can't I cannot continue on the path that I was once going and that's why I started the journey that's why I decided to hyper focus all of my attention and free time and energy into my mental health and into my personal growth because it is so important to me that I start living a happier life that I want to live because at one point I did not want to live a life at all and that thought looking back scares me now so much how willing I was to no longer be alive compared to now like I I cannot imagine that you know like I I can't imagine thinking that way now and it's it's crazy to think about how much you can change as a person over you know time a period of time and like people say that like time heals and it 100% does but you know it's the work and the energy that you put into that time especially for healing that really does matter and I think that it's it's been a crazy crazy last what 11 12 years of my life and I truly think that right now is the point in my life where I have finally said okay I am enough I'm going to act as if I am enough for this life that I'm going to put in all of my energy and focus into myself and of course like there are relationships and external things that I put energy and focus into but when I am like not doing those things like when I'm not working when I am not you know doing things with friends because there are times that I set outside of focusing on myself to do things so it's like outside of that all I want to do is just be in myself and live in the moment and focus on what makes me happy what 
makes my life feel good to me and hanging out with friends and working those are things that make me feel good so I continue to do those things I just have to have myself as a priority 100% of the time because I had gotten to a point where I wasn't even on the scale of the priority list at all like I wasn't even on that list so I need to figure out how to love myself in such a capacity that I'm able to take on external things and still give enough to myself that I do not feel burnt out. I don't feel, you know, exhausted and tired and just, you know, wanting to sleep for days on end. And it's finding that balance that I'm trying to work on, but you got to start somewhere. And the point in which I decided to start was a super strict point of being like, okay, this is the boundaries of what you're going to live in because you have no self-discipline at all. So I kind of went from one extreme to the other and I found my, my happy medium of knowing when I just need a break, when I just need to relax, when I just need to be in the moment and when I can have other things on my plate that I need to do um, and learning about where kind of your your line in the sand is as far as where you're not willing to go or not willing to cross is so important. What are your boundaries? What are you allowing yourself to do for yourself? And what are you doing that is going to help you in yourself and in daily life, whatever that is? And boundaries with external factors as well, you know, work-life balance, um, boundaries with friends and with significant others whatever it is you have to have boundaries throughout your life because that is the way that you will live the healthiest life is with the boundaries that you set so yeah I know that was like a weird roundabout way of saying it but boundaries are important so have some for yourself what are the minimal expectations you have to meet for yourself every single day what's your bare minimum and then even on your worst days when you don't want to do everything on that list, when you want to only do one or two different things on that list, as long as you're meeting your bare minimum requirements for yourself, you are winning every single day because you're still doing it. You're still showing up for yourself, but you have to have a level of how low you are willing to go for yourself because remember, you are worth it. Every single day that you get up and you do something for yourself, it is because you are worth it. You are worth giving care and love to and nurture and understanding. You are worth that. You are worth the life that you are in. You need to look at it from the different perspective and realize that if you give yourself the bare minimum at your lowest low, you are still giving to yourself and showing up for yourself and enough times of doing that, it will change the way that you see yourself and the way that you view your life. And it kind of falls into place of you living for yourself and just because you can live. And that's a beautiful thing, I think. So anyways, I know that was kind of like a long, weird rant that I just did, but I hope that you guys' day is going well. I appreciate you for listening. I hope that there's something from this episode that you take with you. I apologize for being gone for the month, but I also don't apologize because I really needed that time and I am ready to start putting out more episodes. So thank you for being here. You're doing great. You're here. I'm rooting for you and I'm in your corner. 
Remember to be kind to yourself and be kind to others because you never know what somebody else is going through. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.